What's up, everybody? I am Aaron. I'm Mark. And I'm Steve. And welcome to another episode of The Straight Cut, coming to you, not live, from <laughs> West End Cigars. Glad we finally worked that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure it's not live? I'm... I feel alive. At one point in time, <laughs> you know, it, is, Fram- it is live. Frampton comes alive. Yeah. <laughs> Reference for those of us who are older. I know P- Peter Frampton, right? Yeah. Ah, there we Very go. nice. There we go. Congratulations. <laughs> wow, I feel like uh, we were really making progress here. Yeah. <laughs> Therapy's working. I've said it four times now. Steve, what are we smoking tonight? We are smoking the Agonorsa Leaf Signature C- Selection Maduro. Who makes this? Agonorsa Leaf. <laughs> So or not, or me the Agnosora. <laughs> it's not Agnosora, believe it or not. Is it Giardelli chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> so we're having the signature uh, signature selection. Signature Maduro selection. Yeah, it's the by. Uh, damn it, Agnosora. Agnosora. <laughs> that's a that's a hard one. Um, so yeah, it's no. that, it's the shade grown Corojo Maduro is what we're having uh, tonight okay. in the Corona Gorda size, and yep. we will dive into that later on. Uh, I will say. I really like this one. Do I, you? I smoke it pretty often. Yeah. Do you? Yep. Yeah, it's a it's a really really good one. Yeah, it's a great cigar. Yep. Um, it's a hard name to say, uh, but you know I'm <laughs> no. I'm I'm such I'm such good. I <laughs> see. I'm so good. You need to do the unique New York. Get your tongue moving. You no, know, I haven't done that since you left. <laughs> you should have done it. I know. You man. needed it. That was right. <laughs> what size is this? Uh, Corona Gorda. Corona Gorda. Yeah. I have not smoked this ever. So this is, um, there's a couple sizes of this? Yeah, yeah, a couple sizes, and I think there's like five or six overall. We have, I believe, three of really? them. Yeah, uh, the, but this one is the one, of the ones I smoke the most, probably probably yeah. this one or the Bellicoso, but probably sure. this one. It's pretty bad. It's white. Um, <laughs> like, it's very nice. It's very pretty. It's classic. Um and you know, so there's two of the the violin sizes of these, right? The, <laughs> the violin. Violins. Is this uh, what we're doing this show? Right, we're <laughs> just going to mispronounce <laughs> everything. This is the show where we mispronounce oh. everything. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's really a classic label. Um, the the wrapper is beautiful. It's it's a great looking cigar. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a it's a real classic box too. Real nice, yeah. kind of like a glossy white. It's cool. really it is a really nice one. Huh? I've never seen it. Yep. But uh, yeah, we're gonna dive into this later on we just looked these up not you know five ten minutes ago and uh go on through that yeah uh, we have a couple topics tonight so the first one is because i know um you and i have not talked this much uh, very much this weekend um and i've been grooving on the viva la vidas Mm -hmm. um and you smoked the club 500s which i have five of in my humidor and have not smoked any i did there's been some really cool new cigars this year i smoked the ee that steve Uh um uh might have sold me on uh or that that it's going to be in the vent um and i enjoyed the hell out of that cigar yeah it's great I've been joining the Viva La Vida. I've really a bunch of new cigars this year yeah, for me. Yeah. How's the Club 500 Viva La Vida? Man, it is so good. I kind of wish that I, you, I got like you hadn't smoked it. And you well, didn't not know. that, but like you know, like, <laughs> I think we like you and I both got all different cigars. Like five, yeah. like we got twenty yeah. or twenty five. We all get different ones. After smoking that one, I wish I would have just got that one. Yeah, um, so it, it was, was funny. It was so good. I was on a I was on a, a Rob's virtual herf last night uh-huh. and. Might have been drinking, might not have been. So um, I can neither confirm nor deny. And some guy, the only size I didn't get was the Torpedo, and uh-huh. he wrote a love song to the Viva La Vida Torpedo. <laughs> and I went, that's the one 
bleeping size I didn't buy. <laughs> he goes, oh, it's the greatest cigar I've ever had in yeah. my life. I, I would marry it if I wasn't already married. And I'm going, wow, you're just killing me. Yeah. What, what, See, just, I, I've shut had, up. I've had the Torpedo before. Um, I know we've had the LCC exclusive Lancero, which is really good. It's nice. Um, I like my I favorite. Like my favorite was the Jester until I had the 500. I'm uh, I've smoked maybe four of the Robustos, which mm-hmm. are uh, very nice. I, the EE um, yeah. uh, was great, um, and I, and I enjoyed the hell out of that. There's been just a th- this year 2020. I'm not. I'm done talking about the other topic, which. Uh, yeah, for uh, as bad as 2020 has been, there's been some really good cigars that have come out on the market. Yeah. And uh, it's been just a, it's been a brand new, just yeah. all the new cigars we've smoked. It's yeah. just been a great new year. And I know the TAs I was seeing online, mm-hmm. the new TAs are a bunch of new cigars are hitting cigar shops, which has got to yep. be exciting. Yeah. You got to be excited about the, the EE hitting the shop. Yeah, the EE's been great. Is that new this year? I mean, that's a new blend. What yeah, is that? it's a it's a new blend. It is not a new cigar. Um, they just redid the blend yeah. with uh, Dom Papin um, and made it a little more into that kind of medium medium plus range. Yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of fits the portfolio for uh, La Roma de Cuba a little better yeah. than than the old one did. Yeah. So I had it for I think I had that as a morning smoke, and it was, I mean, it was yeah, top. it's great. It was so good. I did yeah. I did yeah. love that. Yeah, and it's I mean I like the old. Yeah, the old one was was popular, mm-hmm. um, but it was more like kind of on that milder side. Creamy. Um, and so it didn't really fit La Roma smokers. Yeah. And then a lot of the uh, San Cristobal guys or the Ashton guys that really like the mild stuff just kind of skipped over that because they just assumed it's La Roma, right? Yeah. So, uh, it, you know, it, now it just fits the portfolio a little better. Circles back around. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And the, by the time this comes out, the the virtual herf that y'all are doing is going to be over, but it's yep. going to be uh did you find a sombrero? I guess we'll I find d- out. I do have a sombrero. Oh, you yes. found one? <laughs> yeah, I got one. Poncho? I didn't get a poncho, oh, okay. but the main focus was a sombrero. I'm kind of upset though. I was going to order this like huge, it's like 26 inches wide. Yeah. It's humongous. Yeah. And it, it's not going to get here in time, so I had, so, to, I had to get a different one. So it would be really good if you just do the tiny little... I thought about... <laughs> my boss told me I should get a tiny one and start with that and then like walk off camera and come back with the huge one on. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah. like see a war- if anybody notices. A wardrobe change? Yeah. Or just like, you know, every... Like every gets five a little minutes. bigger. <laughs> it's just get bigger and bigger like and the, bigger. It's like a ru- the Russian nesting involved. dolls. Yes. <laughs> What's that? Mexican nesting hats. Yeah. <laughs> it's a TikTok challenge or whatever where the two people are dancing next to each oh, other. Oh, they like switch they clothes. Switch. There you go. Yeah. Kaylee yeah. could wear right. it one time. And <laughs> so what, uh, what is it? Is that the cigar you're looking forward to? The TAA stuff? Yeah, I'm looking, there's several of them that are in there. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of the, uh, you know, the, uh, Fuente, uh, event. I, I assume, I know that PCA is still yeah. currently scheduled to go on. Yep. Um, I, I can't believe that's true, but that's fine. They've got to do what they got to do. Um, but, uh, I'm looking so forward to some of the P- PCA new cigars that are coming out. They're yeah. really cool ones. Um, for me, the, and I don't remember if this was this year or last year, the new cigar of the year for me was the JT signature. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that came out last year. Uh, they, Let's see, they teased it at IPCPR last year. So it was the end of last but, year. But yeah, probably the end of last year when they launched it. That cigar is amazing. Um, you know, we've the you know, the that that cigar is so creamy. Yeah. 
almost to the point where it kicks you in the head with creamy. Yeah. But um, that that's the the new one. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the TAAs. I'm looking forward to the PCA specials. Yep. Um, this is actually because this was the, you know this is the year that it was supposed to be the drop dead with the predicate stuff. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to about this time, <clears throat> about right now. Yeah. We were supposed to see no new blends and a bunch of blends that you liked go away. Yeah. It was supposed to be illegal. I think today. Today? May or Friday. May 1st, right? May 1st, yeah. yeah. Friday, yeah. Supposed to be illegal to sell a bunch of brands that yeah. were currently there. Yeah. And uh, and so that's, um, this is a big, you know, the, they extended it into September, right? The FDA extended the deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was supposed to be, uh, and still is a dooming, a looming deadline. Yeah, it's still four months away. It's still four months away. But this was supposed to be a pretty bad year for new stuff, and we've had um, a pretty great year for yeah. new, year's new stuff. And so, um, you know, when we think about all that new no cigars, uh, I was on a virtual hearth last night with a couple new uh, and new cigars to me. You know, hey, listen, if it's a cigar that's been around for twenty years, but I've never smoked it, yeah, yeah. woo. It'll <laughs> be interesting to see what happens with PCA. Um, so with the whole change that went last year, there was a lot of people upset about that. And then the consumer day, um, you know, there was, there was a lot of, was uh, a big backfire. Yeah. A lot of the, the companies were upset. A lot of, of, uh, retailers were upset. So, um, they were already kind of struggling. And now with this, I don't want to say struggling, they were already under a lot of fire. Yeah. Um, and, word. and now with, um, the, the coronavirus stuff, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So you add that plus the FDA plus you know a lot of manufacturers and, and retailers that were upset over last year's show. Yeah. Um, so you put all of that into one basket and say, hey, we're still having the trade show. Like how many new cigars are you going to get, right? There's yeah. going to be a lot of companies that, that already made their mind up because yeah. of the FDA yeah. uh, before they delayed it yeah. um, that said, we're just not going to put out a new cigar this year until yeah. we figure out how this works, right? Yeah. And then a lot of companies... I don't know. I mean, you got four of the big guys that aren't going. Already pulled out, yeah. There were a few people that were kind of on the fence before yeah. all this. So if they delay it, do they decide, okay, now I'm not going to go? Like, yeah. there's going to be a big question mark with this year's trade show. Plus, I mean, with, I mean, how much money we know it costs to go there and to yeah. get set up. I mean, yeah. now is like, if, yeah. you, if, if you can save, you know, a couple nickels here and there, yeah, since it's being pushed off, supposedly, yeah. or you, th- you think it's going to be pushed off, you You'd think more people are going to pull off and you know so, just, just regroup and do it in 2021. There was a couple. Fuente was one, I, and I don't remember who the other two were, but uh, I believe that pulled out. No, that oh. uh, announced a, a special release of an existing line. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and to to encourage people to go to the event, and so um, and that's good news. I, not my, my original thought. Somebody last night was telling me this. You think about all the economic pressure in the United States right now, and it's real. Yeah. Um, and uh, you just wonder. Um, Vegas has canceled as we sit here on um, May 3rd. I was thinking of our friend, my friend, our friend Frank, and mm-hmm. we, us planning to meet out there. Yeah. Um, MGM, I believe, <clears throat> just canceled all reservations through the end of May. Um, wow. Um, so uh, it's going to, in the, in the, the gambling uh, regulation board, uh, gambling control board has announced a bunch of regulations three blackjack players at the table and those sort of things um and there's been several articles that the the big conferences in vegas were supercell spreaders 
and now we've made this about COVID, but um, and which I don't want to do. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't think PCA is happening. Yeah, just I speaking realistically, I just yeah. can't imagine. Is it, it's supposed to be. I in said July? last night. Yeah, it's July. Yeah, tenth yeah, so. through the fourteenth. They they came out and said they were going to do it. They so, absolutely said they. Uh, they think they have to, and sometimes it's like these things with the concerts. It's, it's about who cancels first. If right. Vegas cancels, then money goes one way. Right. And if the conference cancels, then money yeah, I mean, goes another way. They're, they're probably looking at the contracts and looking at the insurance and seeing you know who's going to balk first and, yeah. and 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 go that. Well, route. and from a, a, a cigar retail and and manufacturer standpoint, uh, pushing it back further into the year is not spectacular because then. You know, you're run, yeah, you're running into the busy part of the year. Yeah, um, well, you know, sales reps are, are just going to be yeah, you're balls shitting to the again wall by that point at yeah. this point. You know, so, uh, thinking about the shop that I used to own in Illinois that's been closed and is now closed still. Yeah, um, you guys have been curbside right for yeah, a while, but we're open for a little bit. They've been closed. Yeah, um, and that's not unique. That's not an Illinois no. only thing. There's a lot of shops mm-hmm. that are closed. Scallywags, our friend at Scallywags, been doing mail order. And there's been people who've been trying to find. Those people aren't going. Yeah. Those people are not going to have money to no. go and drop. The The show is a, is a, is a big thing. So, yeah. um, And as well as manufacturers right now who are trying to, if those people don't go, then why are you going? And there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. But uh, I am I'm I'm sure that manufacturers now will have you know there'll be some some exciting new blends. They, yeah. I know they're going to find a way around this rule. They've had two or three right. years to figure out a way. Yeah. And my guess is the naming stuff will be uncreative. This is the Arturo Fuente Inejo B, <laughs> right, um, or something like that. They'll figure out a way. Yeah. And I know that um, some of the manufacturers were talking about swapping predicates. I know there, that was a big McAuliffe thing. And, and yeah, there's there's been a lot of um, like lines that have been acquired by other companies. I mean, my father bought uh, one of the Quesada mm-hmm. lines. Uh, yeah, which one was that? Oktoberfest. Yeah. Did they really? I what didn't know that. No, it's not that one. I was about to say, I love Oktoberfest. That's my favorite quesada. No, they bought... Anyway, it doesn't matter. So there's been a couple of things like that. People have bought yeah, they'll find cigars that were predicated. Yeah. Um, and, and so there's... You're right. There's they're, they're, tons yeah, of loopholes. They're, they're, and there's red tape that they'll cut through. And they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll, well, they'll and let's face it. it. The FDA doesn't know what that ruling means, yeah. right? Yeah. They made the ruling without any real explanation of what that is. Yeah. And so trying to figure that out, you know, how, how are they going to afford to pay a staff of people to go out and, and try to enforce these rules, right? Yeah. How do you do that with companies that are uh, mainly run overseas? Yeah. You know, Absolutely. how do you send people over there when the country's in such a, a weird situation yeah. right now? Yeah. It's, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Even, even if they push it to September yeah. or whenever it is, uh, I mean, that's, you're talking about, you know, in the situation we're in, the FDA is basically going to suck what little bit of uh, life there is in the industry out of it just, just because. Out of spite. Yeah. I mean, it's, (laughs) uh, it's a really interesting situation that we're in and I would be really surprised if the FDA said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and spend the money and employ, you know, 10,000 people to go do this all over the country yep. so yep. we'll see yeah we'll see yeah but i am you know if there is a show i am interested to see the new stuff coming out because there's yep, the, the, the one cigar i think it might actually just dropped at the first of may or it's coming out shortly it's the uh the alec bradley black market diamond yeah that one's coming out i'm 
because I like the I like the diamond rough cut a lot, yeah. and then the black market is my favorite of the Alec Bradley, and then just seeing that shape yep. in that blend, I'm that's probably I'm excited about that. And I just had the uh, the Viaje Hulk, but I don't know if that's a new or if it's just it new is. to me. I think it's new. I, I had it last gonna, night. And it was, they had the Hulk and the Bruce Banner, which yeah. were announced on. Yeah, so I, very, I got I got creative. the yeah I got the yeah. Hulk, I got the Bruce Banner, and I got another one. I don't remember my least favorite um, Marvel character. <laughs> who who is your favorite Marvel character? That's a good question. Wow, that's a good question. Batman. Um, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I am a comic I know. I know. I know. Um, um, I just made all the geeks mad. You did. You just did. You just did. I almost of you. came up out of this I'm chair. one so, of you. I'm one of you, okay? I'm, I'm serious. So, I mean, yeah. So, I like, uh, I like, uh, I really enjoyed the Black Panther sort of reboot yeah. with the movie. Um, but probably um, Black Widow. Mm. I like the story, which is a little mm. sort of shady government spy stuff. It is very interesting. That movie should have been out by now. It was supposed well, to be out delayed, Friday. Right now, it was supposed to be out Friday yeah. on May 1st. And I like the fact that her story is complex and yeah. sort of, I mean, um, just so so yeah. probably Black Widow. What about you? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. Iron Man's always awesome. Yeah. You know, The movie uh, Iron Man is so great. I mean that's such yeah. a, with the movie. I mean he's a such richer yeah. character. Uh, I don't really care for the new Spider-Man stuff, like the 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 young kid. Yeah, it's it's been okay. okay. Um, it's not spectacular. Um, Dang. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think Captain America's been great yeah. for a long time. You know. Yeah. It's a little too um, rah rah for me. That's the I, I one it. thing. I, yeah, just, it's a little. I enjoy it. I movies have been it. good, though. The movies have been good. Yeah. I'd probably say Iron Man if I was going to pick one. Iron Man, but that's hard to pick. Robert right? Downey is the best character yeah. in that. Although the comic book that I read the most was Thor. Yeah. Yeah, Thor is awesome. How about you? Um, I'm going to go off the off the the beaten path. Um, Doctor Strange. No. Um, I'm going X Men, but Nightcrawler was always my favorite. Really? Yeah, I was like, it was always a toss up between him and Gambit. Like, I threw so many cards as a kid, like I would just piss my grandparents off. <laughs> just like there's cards all over the house. Just me Paul trying to throw them. Always a huge X Men fan. She's yeah. a huge, and I. It's just that is not one of my favorites. I, I wish that I wish that that Marvel Studios own the rights to them instead of Sony because they yeah. I mean the movies are good but god they'd be just be so much better yeah than what about Deadpool see that's just, I mean Deadpool's good but he's that's you know. the the new movies that they did with Ryan Reynolds yeah. have been the greatest thing that has come out in yeah. a long time yeah <laughs> but, but they're hilarious but you also wouldn't get that same movie out of Marvel Studios you're right you, have, you, would, you can only get that right. with Sony yeah so I'm a big Lego guy and um, Lego Lego will not make a uh, set that from a, a rated R movie. So they will not do Deadpool. Deadpool. So they've only put Deadpool in one set, and it was before these movies came out. Um, and so that's a collector item. Then. Yes, very collector. Well, I found one. I went to a Lego fair and found one, and it was fifty dollars. Did you get it? No, because <laughs> my wife was with me. 
<laughs> so the next Lego fair I go to, I'm going to find that thing. And it's not going to be $50 anymore. <laughs> well, it, it was a collector item then. I mean, what, so. What's your cap on one Lego man? I don't know. That's that's pretty much. Is that it? Fifty dollars is expensive, but Deadpool is pretty awesome. Cool. <laughs> so it's just a little guy. You don't oh, even yeah, build him. No, no, you don't build him. But he's he's got the full suit on. He's got two swords and his nice. sheath in the back. You know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's they literally one time they produced it in his and th- they will never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to your uh, pronunciations uh, uh, here. Yeah. I can't, yeah the, I, can't, uh, I can't say that word. Well, D was the one she was trying to text me into getting her to buy her an old Trafford Lego model mm. to assemble. And it was what? three fifty. Oh yeah. Yeah. France. Uh, That's showed, not even showed the me crazy one, one that that was like, it was like two fifty, and it was like 13 by 10 by three. And it was like, that's pretty cool, but then like the big boy one, yeah, it was like three fifty. Yeah, it was like it was like old Trafford. It was like oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah, and you just go okay. So they they no. put out a new Millennium Falcon when these new movies came out, probably a year and a half ago. They put out a new Millennium Falcon. It's the largest set they've ever made, and it is absolutely massive. I mean, bigger, the thing, like, it's bigger like, than the Death Star. The Death Star one I've seen is huge. So it's taller. Okay, the Death Star's tall. The Millennium Falcon is like four feet across. It's girthy. Oh, it's crazy. It's humongous. It's like a tuna can. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it like it has the legs and everything. I mean, the thing sits up off the ground probably oh, that high. How much was it? It's it's like uh seven hundred and fifty bucks oh or eight hundred bucks, something how many like pieces? that. Ten thousand? Fan more than that. It's yeah, it's outrageous. Fanboys. Guarantee you're missing one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, what do you like you, so I have a Millennium Falcon. So um, do you like glue? Like, do you do the spray no. glue afterwards? No, so they don't come apart. No, the fun part is taking it apart, and putting it back together. Some at some point, right? Bullshit. What do you mean? Nah, I have a, a toolbox full. Oh, I know. I've and seen, they're all disassembled. I've seen your. Leg- I do have some that I've left. I've seen assembled. your Lego room. Yeah, like when I've come over to be like, "Hi, Kaylee. Can Steve come out and play?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't. I don't. There's some of them that stay together. Like my yeah. wife is a huge Big Bang Theory fan. They have a Big Bang Lego set. They put a yeah. They like, built. It's, like it's the, the living room. Living room. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got all the characters. So that one's sitting on the table assembled. She did that one. Okay. And then uh, like I have a couple of like small like the mini Star Wars ships that sit up on a shelf. Yeah. That are assembled. Um, I busted open the one you guys got me the other day. I haven't finished it yet. But Which one is that? That's the newer ship. The X-wing. It? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah the, new X- the newer X-wing. Yeah. yeah. Now, are the Pose, wings actually. all individual blocks or no? Yeah, everything's built individually. Nothing's like a solid piece. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're me and me and Mo. We started the uh, the Subaru that Frank gave yeah, us. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's it's still nice. it's, it's like halfway done our dinner table. Just nice. Like, that's our Lego. That's our yeah. Lego set. Cool. Well, um, so we have uh, this. This will be the second week of the recurring bit of now. <laughs> we've been trying to find, re, uh, to, to, you know, th- as we as we mature as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was um, uh, this was brought to us by a listener and, and a fantastic idea. And so you and I are swapping albums, and we're going to do three weeks of us swapping albums, and then we're going to have a guest swapper, for a better term. <laughs> And we, neither one of us uh, gave Steve the album. Sounds so dirty. It does. Um, neither one of us gave Steve, so Steve will uh, have to, to listen uh, and tell us uh, on the road. Um, but um, so we're going to do that. We also want to we're going to talk after this 
piece mm-hmm. about how we're now going to be able to start doing interviews mm-hmm. and, and yeah. all of that. And so um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go why, first. Yeah, why don't you go first? So this, I gave you this a, week you gave Ava me, Cassidy. Yeah, Ava Cassidy. Um, Live at Blues Alley 96. Which I have never heard of her before. Um, in fact, let me pull up the album again just so I can make sure I do get the name right. Um, yeah, I've never heard of her before, so yep. this is my first time ever She's, listening yep. to her. Um, wow. Like, the pipes on her. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was confused, though, on what she played. Evidently, she plays guitar. Yes. Um, so, I, after listening to it, now I started looking up. I, I, was, I was at home, uh, smoking on my patio, listening to it, and, like, the first... The first song was like, wow, like she can belt it out. Like it was just beautiful. I didn't voice. know it was a, it was a high, I didn't know if it was jazz. I didn't know if it was blues. It was, it was somewhere, it was a mixture or two. Yeah. So I started looking, looking her up. Um, I was like, all right, what else does she have? Um, yeah, she died young. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> she about died that. at 33. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, from yeah, bone cancer. From I was bone like, cancer. and then yeah. like, Sorry. I, w- I wish I would have found that out after I listened to the album. Because even like the last song she dedicates to her parents who were there in the crowd because her dad is the one that taught her a guitar. And then like, but the whole time I'm sitting here thinking like, damn, I really wish I didn't know that she died. Yes. Um, but what's weird is like she died in 96, but she had an album come out in 08. Yeah. So it's like. She recorded a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But what's weird. So she died. She died before this album came out too. So she was not alive for any of her stuff. Any of it. To come out. Nope. That is weird. I mean, totally weird. So, I mean, it's it's very a it, lot of artists. It's are that way. Well, it's it's very Van Gogh s where when he, during Van his Gough. time, yeah, Van Gogh. That's how he actually says his name. I can get that pronunciation right. <laughs> so um, I've never heard it, Van Gogh. Have you? I've not. No, um, I took art class. Yeah. By the way, but a hundred years ago, before Van Gogh was alive. <laughs> but like I was yeah. saying, yes. Uh, like he during his time, he was a shitty painter. Like he was, yeah. he was nobody. But now he's arguably the best one that's ever been around. Yep. So her, like she died before any of her albums came out. And yep. now I don't know if she's, I assume she's fairly big in the blues. She's, uh, I believe at least been nominated for a Grammy okay. or, or has, has been, um, is, is, is become one of those. She's a hybrid. Like you yeah. talk, um, and she's become one of those sort of underground sort of cult people because, yeah. um, her voice is beautiful. It's, it is. I mean, it's, it, it's, yeah. I love, uh, so it re- reminded me a lot of my mom. She is a jazz singer, has that kind yeah. of a, like a deeper, smokier voice. And she has that same kind of yeah. that, that voice I like in a female jazz vocalist. Um, so I, I, there was a few songs on here I, and I assumed a lot of them were covers. Yep. Um, so I don't know if any of them were her actually her actually I don't, hers. I don't know that she wrote a lot. But I, I was I was I was stuck between two. Okay. One was um uh Fields of Gold. Fields of Gold is good. That she does by Sting. Yes. Um which was really good. Yeah. But I decided to go with the really bluesy one that I liked the most, which was Stormy Monday. Oh. And yeah. that happens to be by a guitarist who I've seen before with uh, uh, Warren Hayes. Warren Hayes. Warren Hayes. Right. Like yeah, I've seen Warren right. Hayes before. Yeah. And then when she started playing that, and I, I, I guess she played the guitar on that uh, track. But man, that was such a good track. Yep. So I, I'm going Stormy Monday. On, okay, on that that's one. a great choice. Yeah. Much like uh, Gabe Lee, um, when I re-listened to this album this week, because it's one of those that I just listened to. 
my favorite song of hers period is tall trees of georgia yeah because her voice is haunting and uh i don't know if i told you the story last week but i'm gonna retell it uh my stepmother actually told me about this right because i was getting i was going to blues jazz and she told me about this and um she told me in advance that uh, she did me the favor or disfavor of telling me that she had passed Mm -hmm. so i listened to this album uh, and i I wept after you're done because you realize somebody this talented yeah. had left early. And yeah. it was, um, she, her voice is just, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. And it is that mix, which I love. I love people who you can't define, which you yeah. find in my musical taste. Yeah. People who fit neatly into a category, uh, I'll enjoy. We were talking about Garth Brooks beforehand. Mm-hmm. He fits very nicely into country. Yeah. Um, and he writes beautiful songs. Like we were talking about the dance and if tomorrow never comes, those are, those are, those are spectacular songs, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, a, I'm drawn to people who don't fit neatly into a category. Yeah. And so that they, Chris Stapleton was on Joe Rogan's podcast and I was listening to, I've been running down YouTube pot, uh, 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 rabbit holes and Chris Stapleton, they, Joe Rogan says, you know, do you worry about what comes? And he says, I make music to make music. I don't worry about any of the other stuff. And he says, and people will tell you that's what you should do and you'll be successful. Yeah. And that's bullshit because for most people, that's not true. Yeah. But I just worry about the music and I've been fortunate and things yeah. happen. Um, that's why I like people who don't worry about fitting in a category or doing whatever. And yeah. she, to me, is that ex- she's a yeah. great sort of yeah, fuzzy there, there, between. I, could, I, couldn't de- I couldn't determine if she was blues or jazz. She's categorized as blues. Okay. Because this album it definitely has both. But like listening to it, I'm you and I, all three of us probably were very atypical. Like when we do something, we're we jump in full. Yeah, yeah. So I was like looking her up and you yeah. know just studying her. Evidently, this album is when she realized that something was wrong and she felt sick. Um, yeah. That something was off, and it was shortly after this that she would, she was diagnosed with, with bone, cancer. bone cancer. She was told she had three months to live. Yeah. So like she 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 did this recording through so much pain. Yeah. And then she died three months later. I yeah. mean that's just like wow. I was like wow holy there you shit. Go. I thought I'd draft a, a sort of a <laughs> yeah. sort of a light whimsical album. On <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and to be the same, I did the same to you, you this did. week. So uh, Mers is somebody I'd not heard of, uh-huh. and so to be fair, uh, a lot of people have not heard of. Him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I'm going to talk about the album first. Frank dropped me a video of him today, which I will, uh, close my review with. Um, but, uh, so first of all, um, I'm not sure why I hadn't heard Murs because he is the, as you know, I'm, I'm a lyricist guy. I, lo- mm-hmm. I love the guitar playing. I, I certainly am not going to fucking turn down a fiddle if you get a <laughs> fiddle, right? Um, the first four or five songs, probably to Superhero Pool Party, yeah. um, blew me away. Yeah. They are, they were deep, they were complex, they were the, and I, I'm not using the term right, because I, and I know these are terms that mean something to you. They were the lo-fi kind of easy rap mm-hmm. um, that I enjoy, because yeah. I want to, I yeah. want to, I want to hear your thoughts. The first song where he talks about it's it's like um, my last two years, and that's not mm-hmm. what he calls it. He calls it the unimaginable. The unimaginable, 
Um, you know, I started with death of, death of my boy, and then mm-hmm. and then end of my marriage, and then then uh, found a new love, and then my first our first child together died, mm-hmm. right? And so he goes through all this stuff and just all this weighty stuff, um, and it was beautiful. And the second song, which is melancholy, mm-hmm. um, um, captures that emotion, yeah. which I understand perfectly. Um, perfectly. Yeah. Just the first five, six songs are just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, they're just and they awesome. flow into each other so well. I couldn't, I couldn't actually tell when the unimaginable ended and melancholy began, and yeah. so I had to. Like, I kept picking up my fucking phone to figure out when songs that were ending. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl or superhero pool party. I did know when that started. <laughs> um, intelligent, um, clever phrases. Yeah, um, just. Tight, yeah. tight, tight, yeah. tight. Yeah. Um, love this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've listened to a couple other albums. Um, he is, so, uh, you know, and he, the third one, which is about his neighborhood in L.A., mm-hmm. and I don't know neighborhoods in L.A. Mm-hmm. Frank probably does, and, and other people probably do. And he talks about, in such an intelligent and articulate way, mm-hmm. Hey, listen. If we don't get our shit straight, straightened out, you don't have to like that guy over there. But you got you got to quit fucking with him because otherwise, people are going to come in here and they're going to fuck with all of us, and mm-hmm. it's going to be bad for us. And he 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 lays out such a man. He was it, it was um, it was deep, and yeah. it was it was great, and I enjoyed it. Um, I made the mistake of listening to it on my back porch the first time and <laughs> like through speaker <clears throat> through my phone. And so I have an older gentleman that lives up the hill from Uh-oh. me who probably heard some words he never, or he, yeah. he thought we're, we weren't supposed to say, um, I have the, the neighbors below me. I know better, but, um, and at some point, um, Paula was actually, it was on Friday. And so, um, uh, she was on a work call. So I, I put on headphones um, to listen to it, um, you know, it, it has a fair bit of profanity, mm-hmm. which so do I, um, um, he's Such spectacular. Yeah. He is to use Steve's word. He is spectacular. Mm-hmm. That is exactly, he is. So Frank posted a video today that I have not seen. I guess, I guess Merce has a, um, a video podcast of some type and we should reference it. Um, because it was, he had a, Frank posted a video about, why is Will Smith, he saw my reference to Will Smith, who, for the record, as I've stated, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Um, because he's, he's articulate and he's funny and he's clever and the turn of phrase, which is, to me, we were talking about the dance, which is the Garth Brooks, the turn of phrase, the emotion that's captured in that, which he captures, which Murs captures mm-hmm. in Melancholy, yeah. um, is, is spectacular. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's, it's just, you know that's 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 what I love, um, and so he talked about um, Will Smith and his. If we whitewashed, you know, there used to be that there was like um, Star Wars as good guys and bad guys, right? And Will Smith was one of the good guys, along yeah. with uh, several other good guys, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, kid and play and and all those, right? And so and they talked about all the bad guys who now are the only ones with street cred. And his point was. Those guys haven't been uh, gangster for 30 years. Like yeah. Ice-T hasn't been. 
Yeah. Listen, Ice T's been an actor for thirty years. Ice T's not playing a role. Ice T will tell you Ice T's Ice T. Yeah. But you give him street cred that he hasn't earned for a long time, right? Yeah. And Will Smith is 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 just as much a rapper as all those guys. And Murs lays it out for ten minutes, and you just go, "What that guy said?" Yeah. Right. That guy. <laughs> that guy gets it. Yeah. Um, and so it was great. And uh, I enjoyed that album intensely. Um, it was. Uh, so the song, do you, do you get to the song that I chose? And I, I obviously uh, debated three. Um, Super Bowl po- or Superhero Pool Party is funny. It is Will Smith-esque with profanity because <laughs> it's 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 all the clever little turns of phrases, yeah. and I loved it. And it's a, like he's doing it in the in the form of a as a bedtime story to his kid who's yeah. on the album as well. Right. Which is, it is so, it is fun. It's I debated the one about his neighborhood, but that, I don't really tie to that one. The unimaginable is something that I, I debated choosing. And, and obviously the song that I chose is melancholy because okay. yeah. he describes, um, going through a horrific moment and that, that emotion that mm-hmm. you go through and I still go through today. Yeah. There are days that I go get up in the morning. I will mm-hmm. get up tomorrow morning and simply put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And that yeah. is just a melancholy day. I have more of those days than probably most people realize. Yeah. And he describes that emotion of going through what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, and I'm not complaining. Yeah. I have days that are completely joyful. and I, But sometimes... Um, some days it is what it is. So, some days it is what it is. Yeah. So I chose melancholy. And that's that's the one I would have I would have chose. That's, yeah. that's probably my... It is. Um, unimaginable it, and melancholy. They man, To me, those that's, f- that's one song that he split into two. Yeah. To lead an album with those two songs, mm-hmm. it was like you listen to those first two songs and you go, damn. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's great. That's great. And that to me is why when you're stupid and listen to one type of music uh-huh. and you don't explore others, yeah. shame on you. Because yeah. I listened to those first two songs and like seriously, stood up and went, fuck yeah. There yeah. you go. He gets, <laughs> yeah. him and I don't live in the same neighborhood. Him and I don't look the same. <laughs> he he gets that that I I get that a hundred percent. That's the same as songs that I relate to a hundred percent. What are you doing, Steve? <laughs> I'm trying to tear that label off without it like making a bunch of noise. You That's mean, fine. You we need more noise, not mic. trying to make noise. I don't know. <laughs> So I, so I actually have, so since we're doing this weekly now, I actually have a couple other albums of his that are on my list to give you. Yeah. So there's some more. So you collab- might want to take those off. Well, there's, 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 <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple other like collaborations. So this yeah. album was actually God, a, a was collaboration. There's another collaboration one. God, that it's so good. Yeah, it is. He it, is. He is. Songwriting to me is just magic. Yeah. Because the ability to write something I'm under, I'm like Melancholy, mm-hmm. where you write that and you capture that in a moment so perfect, it's just amazing. And um, that album is just great. Yeah, no, that's a that's just so. Did, a, so did you 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 learn what lean is now? I did, uh, <laughs> sort of. It's cough syrup, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, that was in the last half of the album. So it's, it's which cough, wasn't cough syrup with codeine, and they usually mix it with Sprite. Yeah, because yeah. you, you mix it, everything with. They Sprite. call it purple drink. Yeah. In yeah. some, but some it, but it is that album is the wow. first half is very, like, it's very this his life. It's deep. This is what I've gone through. And the second some, half is like, all right, this is a rap, a rap album. I'm going to be right. a rap album now. So, and I the point I wanted to to close on on this was first of all, thank you. But second of all, was it's very much of like a maturing of a songwriter. One of yeah. the things that I like, and I'm going to bring it back to my guy, which I'm never going to give you an Eric Church album. 
but the Eric Church <laughs> album is. You have to have the song that is Drink a Little Drink. Yeah. Because you're going to be playing in a stadium because that that's it's you too. Yeah. I'm 53 years old. At some point, I'm going to be in a crowd and I'm going to have a beer in my hand and I'm going to want to scream at the top of my lungs, drink a little drink, smoke a little smoke because that's that's part of what music is. But at some point, I want to to sing a man who's going to die young and those yeah. are on the same album and that's the, that's what maturing as a songwriter is and that's a very mature album yeah no, and i is. don't have any problem with the rap stuff yeah. that's fine I, I understand about rolling with my brother i understand the second half of the album the first half of the album was like it hit me hard so yeah and and since you've heard a couple of his other albums i mean you know i mean he's he's solid all the way through it doesn't matter which which one you you pick there's yeah. It's there, yeah. His, his he, what I text you like he's vastly underrated. Vastly underrated. I mean, he yeah. is. His songwriting, um, and I, I'm not smart enough, I'm not articulated enough to pick up part of his rap style. I don't know that. I know what I enjoy there, mm-hmm. right? I can talk more about country music because I listen to more and I have more of an appreciation for that. So I don't know about his rap style. I know I enjoy it. Two categories of music, right? Yeah. Um, but. Uh, his writing, I do know enough to, to appreciate that um, on a pretty deep level, and uh, it is spot on. Yep, it's great. Cool. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that one. I did. I was I was not really. You can take the other Murs albums off, unless unless it be one, and, and maybe I'll stop listening to yeah. other stuff. But uh, I've been listening to that album pretty heavy. So yeah. yep. Yeah, I was I wasn't really worried about giving you a rap album because you are open minded and you yep. you appreciate good stuff no matter what. If you have not seen the video of Murs talking about why Will Smith should be considered in the conversation of the greatest of all time rappers. You need to see it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, because I'll, he makes my point. I'm just Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch that. Well, cool. Well, before we choose, we'll choose other albums later on, but uh, let's get back on these uh, cigars that we're smoking. We still have a white label. I've noticed except for Steve's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, he 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 just took a ten minute break from talking, so he's able to uh, to really. Uh, so what did you think of that Murs album? You didn't get a text. Today, no, did I didn't. You? Nobody <laughs> sent me anything. I have it on my uh, Amazon Music to listen to, though. So. You need to. It's really yeah. I'm gonna bad. I'm gonna listen to it. So yeah, especially when I get out on the road like this, I have so much more time to listen to music and and podcasts. So yeah. that's what I like to do. Yep. So um, I've really enjoyed this one. I'll be honest, um, it's not like bowling me over with any like super strong flavors. Um, not getting a lot of pepper. No, it's so it's a it's a three quarter body. It's a Nicaraguan Puro. Half. It's a uh, the uh, Corojo Maduro Nicaraguan, and then the binder filler is also Nicaraguan. Um, it comes from the Jalapa Valley. Um, it's a good so- solid single note cigar. Yeah. Um, it's it's a very it's a to me it's a cigar that's dry on the palate. Um, which I, I enjoy. That's um, typical of Nicaraguan tobacco yeah, usually. Yeah. And I, I, I like it. You know, it's a, it's, it's a veiny, veiny cigar. Um, size wise, this comes in a couple different sizes. So like I said, we're smoking the, uh, the Corona Gorda, but it comes in a Robusto five by 52, a Toro six by 52, the Torpedo six and a quarter by 52. And the only thing that's weird the Corona says six by forty-six, but on the cellophane and the barcode, it says a six by forty-four. So, unless they change the size and this is like the old size, that's the 
there's a discrepancy in that. But their okay. but their website itself says six by forty six. The barcode that these were were six by forty four. Yeah, yeah. It could be it could be uh, a mistake. So do you guys know the history behind Agonorsa? Not really. Lay it on. So um, the company that that most people know it by is Casa Fernandez yeah. and JFR, right? Mm-hmm. So for the longest time, this company has been producing tobacco for a ton of people. They make I mean, a lot. They, they, they make grow, a lot of stuff. Yeah, for and they don't else. just do tobacco. They grow a lot of produce. They mm-hmm. have livestock. Like it's a huge company. Yeah, it's not just cigars. Um, but they brought in um, Terrence Riley who kind of took the whole brand and said, why is everything like different names, different labels? Mm-hmm. Like we just need to unify this whole thing, change the whole name so that it's something new that everyone will recognize that doesn't look like everything else. Yeah. And so he redid the entire marketing. Um, the, the branding is completely new with all of their product. And now they are known as like one of the premier yeah. companies because people now recognize, oh, this tobacco they, they now say this came from Aganorsa, right? Yeah. So instead of saying, oh, we sourced the tobacco from Nicaragua, they they will now pronounce, or yeah. not pronounce, they will now announce that yeah. this came from Aganorsa yeah. because they are now a well-known company. Yeah, name recognition. I mean, they and they yeah. make cigars for some, for oh, some yeah. from big yeah, like guys. Guardian of the Farm is one of theirs. Yep. I mean, they oh. make a lot of stuff. I love the Guardian of the Farm. Yeah, it's, oh. that's their tobacco. Yeah, this, oh. is, a, this is their same one, so... Yeah. That's one of yeah. my new finds this year, thanks to... Uh, yeah, we got that from Frank. Frank, was, yeah. yeah. But yeah Apparently, everything I, that good has happened to me this year has been Frank. <laughs> so, um, so uh, yeah, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, the Guardian I, of the Farm is the one that I don't of, like this one nearly as much as I like them, the Guardian of the Farm. Well, I like this one better. That's the oh, one that put I them don't. kind of on, the, on yeah, the board. That's the first one that really like showed the Aganorsa brand yeah was that guardian of the farm and, and a lot of people don't even realize that it's their cigar but it yeah. is yep. but uh that's the first one where they actually like put the name out there and said this is us we are agonorsa yep and, and so that kind of put them on the map yep yeah i like I, I i i like a lot of their stuff even their their own labeled name stuff yeah um, no they got they, great cigars the, 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 they make a really good miami mm-hmm. yeah. um this is yeah. the so this is the the maduro and it has the silver sleeve on it the uh, gold sleeve is um, gold. Yeah, it's it's the lighter one, same size, and it's everything. Sun grown, I believe. A, it's a sun. I, it's yeah. like the crow. It's because they're they're both crojo sun grown. This one's just the Maduro. That mm-hmm. one's the the sun grown. The sun grown. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's really really good as well. Um, they they make a really good Bellicoso. I mean, they have they have a really good selection of of cigars, and mm. and the fact that they do make cigars for other people. So, um, yeah, really, really good company. Sure. Yeah, and I like this one because it is. It doesn't change. It's not. It's a good solid Maduro where it's not gonna like, you know, you know, it's sure. not gonna knock your socks off. Sure. With strength, um, has some really good flavor. It's a three quarter at most. Um, Half. But it's 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 a yeah. really good solid solid cigar. Cool. And yeah. the size wise too. I mean, I, size I, is nice. I, I like a, I like you know Lonsdale Corona Gorda size. Those are sure. those are right in my top sure so we've been talking uh for uh for a while about doing interviews mm-hmm. um and i know you and i were practicing beforehand with our first unofficial guest um, <laughs> that will not be recorded um but we're working on that yeah. and we are, we are going to start having uh guests on yep 
Um, Steve, at some point you're going to have to hit the road, I know. Yep. So, um, this has been, uh, so if this is the last episode you're on, we just want to say thank you for sitting in. If it's not, we'll say thank you again on the All last right. episode, but, um, but I appreciate you guys having me. No, it's been just a ton of fun. Um, but I know we've been talking about having the first guest on which, um, you, I'd like to be frank. And, yeah. And, yeah. So I, I reached out to him, you know, this past uh, weekend and everything. And, you know, we, we, we text pretty rarely. We've, we've grown up pretty good friendship, you know, between the three of us and, uh, yeah. you know, and he's been one of the first uh, supporters of the show. Um, and like I said, I, the very first post I'm, I put on Reddit on the, on our cigar, yeah. um, was, Hey, you know, me and a buddy, we're starting a podcast, yeah. you know, follow, listen, if you want to, you know, we're brand new. Just give us a shout. And he found us. He, he was probably the first person to, yeah. uh, to text. And, uh, and it was cool. And, you know, didn't really know much of anything about him. He didn't know anything about us, but now we've, you know, grown a friendship and you know, we've done a, a couple trades, uh, with him. And then he gave us, you know, the awesome cigar selection and the rum yeah. for our one year anniversary. So I texted him. I was like, Hey, we're, we're now able to, we're, we're going to be able to do interviews now. Sure. And we would be honored if you are the first one uh, yeah. on our show, just so, yeah. um, you know, we, we talk about all the pictures he takes and he's, yeah. he's a really good guy. So we just want to get, you know, get him on the show. So everybody out there can meet him, can, can meet him as well. Because again, if you're not following him and seeing his pictures, they're which there are some like Padron, uh, uh, posted one of his pictures. Uh, Luxury posted one of his pictures. I mean, his, yeah. his stuff is reproduced by some big, yeah. big corporations. Um, yeah. So if you're not following him, shame. You should, because, again, his shame, pictures shame, are, shame. are great. Yeah, they are. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have him on first uh, within the next co- next coming yep. weeks and uh, get that going. So it's a news phase for us. Mm-hmm. John, I think we'd like to, if you're interested as one of our listeners. Yep, want to have him on. We definitely want to have uh, you you guys on. So um, we're, we're going to go, I mean, you know the, the way we have guests on, so be prepared to answer the three questions <laughs> as well as give us a little bit of your uh, smoking history and talk through it. So we're pretty excited about this. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to get to, to know about this. We, we differentiate ourselves from a lot of the more traditional cigar podcasts by the fact is we're about the lounge more than we are about the industry. Um, we talk about the industry, yeah. but um, we, we're more interested in, in some of that. We're also yeah. going to... We've, we've not, obviously, as none of us have been able to travel, and we're, we're going to start talking about B&Ms in the, our next phase uh, to, to start getting them involved. Yeah. So um, uh, so we're doing all that. But I, I think for the uh, – uh, so one of the things that I, somebody asked me over the weekend that I, I'm going to ask you guys is – so excited to have Frank on. I don't mm-hmm. want to diminish that. I'm super excited to, to have that conversation. But – What's the best piece of advice that someone has given you um, ever, recently, whatever? What What is a uh, – and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the cigar shop, but in, you know, you know a lot of advice given in cigar shops, certainly. Um, and uh, do if one of you wants to go first, I know this is uh, sort of an impromptu conversation, <laughs> but – So the – I guess I'll go. Um, the best advice I've been given and that I've probably given out because it was told to me and I was like, yeah, that's 100% accurate. And I totally agree with that. It's, um, smoke what you like. Um, you know, if somebody is, 
immaculately in love with acid and you got somebody, you know, bullshitting with them, dogging them, like, who the fuck cares? You ain't buying it. You're not smoking it. If the dude likes acid, smoke acid. I, every, you know, it has its time and place. I don't mind it. It's not the best. It's not the worst. I've, you know, it's, it's fine. But if I only like Padron, I'll only smoke Padron. I don't have the pocketbook for, to only smoke that. Sure. But at the same time, if somebody only likes this one brand, have at it, man. At least you're, yeah, smoke what you like. Plain and simple. Okay. Yeah. You know, I used to get questions constantly, you know, like, how should I cut this mm-hmm. or what should I pair this with or whatever? My response is always look at your cigar, mm-hmm. right? Do what you want to. It's, you bought it, mm-hmm. right? Right. Until, until you pay me for it, that's mine, <laughs> right? But once it's yours, that's yours, buddy. Yeah. Whatever you want to do to it is 100% up to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have guys that buy uh, Lanceros and cut them straight in half. Yeah. Hey, that's how you like it. Yeah, I'm not it's your gonna, cigar. I'm not going to tell you any differently. Yep. So they if, have if, two. Na- if now you have two cigars, you now have two. <laughs> you made math work in your favor. Yes, I mean have at. I've it. not ever seen anybody do that, but okay. Yeah, okay. Happened, I mean, all the time here. Really? Yep. Huh? But uh, now I'm going to contemplate that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend that. Yeah. No. But again, it's your cigar. Do what you want with yep. it. Yep. Yep. What about you? So I, I think uh, the best cigar advice or the best piece of cigar knowledge that somebody gave me was that being a cigar smoker who likes strong cigars does not equate you to a knowledgeable cigar smoker. Yeah. Um, and so um, some of the, the best cigar smokers that I know are some of the most um, learned cigar smokers that I know smoke medium to mild cigars Uh as much as they smoke full body cigars. Um, And so one of the pieces of advice that are are one of the the sort of the pieces of sort of, I don't know, standard thing that people say is that you need to mature into stronger cigars. Um, I don't know that that's actually true. And as I've been home, I've noticed, I I haven't smoked as much. I know that I was on a virtual earth last night where they've talked about how everybody's chiefing up at home. Um, and I'm not. Um, like tomorrow, this cigar, I, I smoke on the weekends. Like I smoked three or four last night on Rob's thing until um, two in the morning. But um, Friday night I smoked like one. And yeah. all week I smoked none. Right, yeah. just because I didn't. Um, yeah. you know, I was working. And then to be honest with you, it's, it's you know, just been a weird week weather-wise here so um i think the best piece of knowledge that someone provided me was don't mistake my strong palate which i have Mm -hmm. as a necessarily refined palate yeah um and that a lot of people who smoke lighter cigars let's say like tim doesn't mean that they don't have a more refined palate well so that term refined palate um would lean towards that that you can actually taste milder cigars better yep. than other people and so to to a degree a more refined palate can can appreciate mild yeah. cigars right yeah. that's well, we always that's, think about people graduating yeah. to more to, to being able to yeah. handle more so we used to tell people like start mild and kind of work your way up until you find that sweet spot in your palate right yeah. you're going to hit a point where you hit something too strong yeah and just stay where you're at. Go go below that yep. from until yeah. something changes. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you go more mild. Sometimes you go more full. It just depends on where your palate is. So yeah. maturing a, a 
a mature palate can appreciate any level of cigar. Yep. And and to me, that's the more um, refined palate. Yeah. Is yeah. is that you can smoke anything from very very mild, even flavored cigars, yeah. up to the the fullest full body that that, that there is. Yeah. So, um, I'm with you 100 percent on that. I think that's a great piece of knowledge. Yeah. Because I, I think a lot of people think. Because yeah. I was listening to someone today who was talking about women smokers. And, and I think one of the big paradigm shifts over the last five years, maybe t- maybe longer, and, but I, that I'm grateful for. Because we were talking about uh, Leanne and uh, the fact that she's funny and, you know, uh, uh, and all those things. And I was saying, yeah. And, and somebody said, and she's a real cigar smoker. And I said, we're gonna to need to quit saying that about the lady so- smokers pretty yeah. soon, yeah. Because they're all there's a lot of them, yeah. A lot of them, a majority of them, who yeah. are real cigar smokers, and we're gonna to need to quit thinking of them that way, because Leanne smokes probably you know is the same. Her and I have a similar palate, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I don't think of her as like needing to graduate into men's cigars. Yeah. Um, which a, some people do, right? And but we graduate up. But we always say start with the Drew Estate and work your way up. And sometimes that happens, right? I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, we're going to need to to understand what a mature palate is. Yeah. A mature palate is what you like. Yeah. And uh, a refined palate is somebody who can, uh, you know, pick out flavors, pick out flavors, and, yeah. and really appreciate. It. So, so one one thing like all this has kind of put into perspective for me is that you know the like you and i steve we're and even you mark you know we're blessed to be in the industry so we have cigars at our disposal where a lot of people this is a luxury item for them to like they look forward to that at the end of a week you know they they have Mm -hmm. one cigar a week two cigars a week or whatever you know you and i we have four five yeah, a, day. a day yeah so i i've i've kind of taken that for granted a little bit but the one thing that i have now found out about me is that you know i now enjoy my the way i can get that same kind of feeling that a lot of people experience is i now really enjoy having a cigar at like six in the morning on a saturday or sunday you've become mike willingham yeah because like <laughs> like this morning this yeah. morning i sat outside i saw that while she was still asleep, I, I get up super early every, mm-hmm. you know, every day. I get up at 4.30 every day to go to work. Yeah. So by 6, it's to my brain, it's like I've already should have been at work for an hour. Um, so I'll sit outside. You know, I have the waterfall and the fire pit going down below, down below me. I'll sit out there, have my headphones in. And light a cigar up, and I'll and it's so nice so having peaceful. an and that's one of the that's one of the first time or one of the only times I really smoke a lighter cigar, yeah. um, you know. And I had a I had one this morning that I've never had before, the uh, Angelinos, I yeah. believe it was. I, I think it came in this month's box. Mm-hmm. It did. Um, wow, that was so good to start off at yeah. the at the beginning of the day. But then, like when I got done, I was like, you know what, that was. That was nice, you know, yeah. just all by myself, you know, seeing the sunrise come up and then just like just enjoying that little bit of time that I'd, I won't be able to do during the week. Nope. But on a Saturday or Sunday, yeah. it's like, you know, this is what a lot of people get experience after a hard week, you know, and they're grilling or whatever at the house. But, you know, with us, you know, there's always, you know, honestly, if I'm at home, I'm outside, a cigar is in my hand. 
damn near 100 percent of the time yeah. just like when i'm up here cigars in my hand all the time i mean saturday or sunday if i don't if i'm not smoking at that time i'm somewhere else i'm not at my house or up here i'm shopping or with my parents or, or whatever so that's what i've taken out of like this all the bullshit that we've gone through so far in the past two months i now have that little bit of glimmer of hope that like hey i found this new thing that i yeah. really really enjoy and that's what that's that's what i'm doing from now on so uh, that's now you know why i buy those boxes of perdomo small patches that would be a perfect yeah perfect one to start the day so with. i'm not a big coffee guy but on, on on the weekends i will get uh get a cup of coffee and i'll sit out and i will uh smoke a small batch yeah and it's a great time to be uh, introspective mm -hmm. and think uh, about the week, mm -hmm. think about whatever. And my, uh, the back of my backyard is now lush green. I, in the middle of winter, I can see for about a half mile through the woods back into Never Never Land, whatever, yeah. back there. Um, but now it is like a wall of trees and green, yeah. and I can see about... Uh, a foot <laughs> and um and so you'll hear uh there's deer back there and you'll hear them making noise and whatever and it's just those pe peaceful nature sounds i don't even put on the headphones i just yeah um, and it, that that there's there's something about early morning that, yeah um, that is nice so yeah so what's the so just to flip it because i always like flipping the i've received i'm gonna start uh, what's the worst piece of advice that you've ever given i've i've Received several bad cutting advice, um, technical advice. Um, I, um, I, I've had somebody tell me that I was smoking too fast and that I should let it go out a bunch um, because that is the natural, you know, that you need to slow smoke so slowly that it should go out several times. And I, I don't enjoy, I, I find that, when I have to light it repeatedly, like we do on the podcast, that really impacts the smoking of yeah. the cigar. Mm -hmm. um, so I've received several bad pieces of advice like that. You guys recall one piece of a bad advice that you received? Cigar-wise, um, so beetles are, are a common thing, like yeah. when you don't take oh, care of your humidor, yeah, right? Yeah. So one thing a lot of people hear, and, and it's not just with beetles, is that yeah they put them in their fridge or their or their freezer, and that is the worst thing you could do. Yeah, um, your freezer will not kill a beetle. Yeah, it just plain and simple, it won't do it. It's not cold enough. The refrigerator, the freezer, neither one. So don't do it. There's no reason to do that. Right. Yeah. So you just need to throw that cigar away. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully it's not they're not in the other cigars that you have. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the hope. But um, don't put your cigars in the refrigerator or the freezer. Yeah. 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 How about you? So I have two. I don't know which one is. You'll give us both. Worse. Um, we'll one, judge. One is <laughs> um, the price of a cigar determines the quality of it. Yeah, that's awful. Um, that's such horseshit. Yeah. I've, I've smoked really expensive cigars that were dog rockets. And then, um, like, what's a good inexpensive one? Uh, Brickhouse. Um, yeah. It is overlooked because of the price. Yep. It is such a good fucking cigar, yeah. but people overlook it because it's like $7. Yeah. I mean, it's a Fuente. It, Newman. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's, Fuente, it's it's yeah. So J.C. Newman Tobacco, yep. same thing with Fuente Tobacco. But like, if Could it had if more. it if it had the Fuente name on it, oh, it'd be the greatest thing. But like, it's rated high every year in aficionado. It's always yep. in the low to mid nineties. Great flavors. The, yeah, the Maduro man. It's if you want a chocolate bar, that mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. is it. So that I I hate that. I hate how the price of a cigar determines the quality of it because I mean th- there are higher some higher end ones are yeah sure. they're going to be great. Um, but just because it's inexpensive doesn't mean it's... Hell, we did a whole show on inexpensive cigars. It's, sure, yeah. Um, another one is, um, if it's not Cuban, it's crap. <laughs> That's like... The people who say that, more than likely, have never had a real Cuban. I mean, I think... It's funny now, because in cigar, in cigar people, you'll, you'll hear the question turned around. So I heard the question over the weekend. Um, are, cigar, are Cuban cigars any good anymore? And I've heard that now. That question is, yeah. I've heard that question maybe five times over the last six months. Because within, within cigar people, we've, we've started to know that there are, especially some of the non-main brands, there are, there are production problems. Yeah. Now, having said that, um, in, the, in a lot of the brands, if you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you can pick up some pretty damn great cigars. Yeah. So I, um, I say if you're smart... Yeah, there's a bunch of good Cuban smokes. Yeah, but yeah. If, like if, I'm never gonna turn up like a, a Partagas four. I'm never gonna turn down a Partagas D. The Partagas D. Yeah, the D or the uh, uh, the Bolivar. I love the Bolivar. Yeah, but 100%. you know, it. I Nicaraguan is to me, it's yeah, uh, it's on par or even better. Yeah. I mean, Cuban Cuban tobacco has a very distinct taste. It's a very but I think this has more to do with it, it's a very rich taste. Yeah. It's very um, it's a very complex taste because of the soil. I think this has more to do, and this is the answer that I give on Cubans. It has more to do with Nicaragua than yeah. it has to do with Cuba. Let's just let's not talk about Cuba for for a second. Let's talk about all the progress that's been made by Fuente and all those other families that have grown tobacco and done all the amazing things. Mm-hmm. Ashton, all those remarkable companies that have caught Cuba. Yeah. And the this is, without question, yeah. when it comes to quality of cigars, a great time to be alive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it's like everything at our disposal, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, there's so many good... Yep. I mean, the, 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 the produce and the, and the agriculture coming out of so many South American countries, yep. it's really good. Like... Uh, um, what's the one, uh, the Ritmo. I mean, there's seven different country tobaccos in that one cigar and it just highlights everything with that cigar. I mean, Peruvian, Honduran, Dominican, Brazilian, Nicaraguan. I mean, it's, there's, you're starting to see a lot more Southeast Asian tobacco in, in cigars. Yep. I mean, that's, it, it's just not one region anymore. So, so for people saying, if it's not Cuban, I don't want to smoke it. You're ignorant. I mean, I I'll and I'll do my best to educate you because that's you yeah. know, that's our role. But I am going to talk shit about you. Yeah. So, well, it. I mean, you think about it in any other um, product that's that's made, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's let's just look at um, like uh, like what you were talking about a few weeks ago with the medical marijuana, right? You were in Colorado and they made the announcement, "Hey, this is not the same stuff as when you were a teenager," right? <laughs> yeah. So. They figured out how to grow things mm-hmm. 
that are produced as good as they've ever been because of technology. Yeah. Okay. So Cuba is still stuck in the seventies, basically fifties. Well, some they have some technological yeah. advancements now that have come, but sure. if you look at it, it's it's very much traditional in the way that they do things. They don't have the money or the resources to uh, invest as much. Yeah, to to bring in soils and and take the samples and figure out okay that thing needs nitrate over here but this part of the field needs sulfur right so they figured that stuff out um they use all kinds of different technological advancements to to do that right they can literally take a a 10 foot by 10 foot section Mm -hmm. and tell you this section needs this this section needs that that one needs more water this needs more sunlight blah 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 and so you look at it produce it's the same way right mm-hmm. they're able to produce like florida used to be it for for a lot of the citric citrus yeah. fruits yeah um they can grow that anywhere now because they know how it works yeah, yeah. okay tobacco's the same way yeah. cuba doesn't have that they just they have some really great areas to produce tobacco naturally um, but the rest of the world has figured out okay what makes that great all right replicate it right here yeah. and they know how to do that yeah i wish i wish i could remember what magazine it was this was years ago way before i started working here but i read an article about a family that started uh producing cigars in ireland um, because they they traveled to somewhere or somewhere in south america and they just wanted to start producing agriculture and their in their farm in ireland and so they decided to do tobacco and they wanted to do cigars and so like they were producing high quality cigars you know out of ireland you don't i mean you don't yeah it's not a place it's you not would a, typically it's not think a place of. you would think of yeah. but it's you know mm. the stuff they were doing was you know getting high high, high rankings and high high regards i wish i could remember what 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 a I'm surprised magazine that, that was i'm surprised that doesn't rank higher than the johnny tobacco mount <laughs> <laughs> well i i wish i could tell you i would go there because uh, I'm supposed to be there in a week, but uh, that's uh, that ain't that ain't. I know my yeah. friend. I know my friend. But but, uh, but yeah, so we've had we we've been given good information. And so you guys skipped over me on the best advice. Did you? Did yep. Oh, I, th- oh, I thought you were agreeing with him. I oh, agree. I that no, I'm sorry. Point. So the best the best advice I've ever been given is it's a quote, mm-hmm. and it's, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Oh yeah. yeah. So if you think about that in really any aspect of your life, right? Yeah. So a cigar can be so many different things. It, it can be a celebratory thing. It can be, uh, you know, something to look back and remember a person or a time in your life or, or you know, like sitting on your, your uh, balcony at your uh, uh, timeshare, right? right. Yep. Um, you know, somebody has a baby and they come yeah. in and get cigars, right? And it's a big celebratory thing. So sometimes a cigar can just be a cigar. And it's yeah. just like those moments you were talking about, sitting out early in the morning. Quiet, yeah. You know, that cigar may not be that great, but the experience that you have during that yeah. can make that cigar so much better. Yeah. And it's just a cigar at that point, right? Yeah. It's it, And so you can apply that to so many different things in your life, right? Yeah. Just taking that time to sit and enjoy something, uh, whatever it is. You know, if you like driving, yeah. get out and, and take a drive. I do that with my wife all the time. We'll just go drive somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Just because. It just gives us time to, to yeah. spend together. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like how, how many times have we asked people like what's their most memorable and they don't remember the cigar itself yeah they remember the time exactly. or what they were doing yeah. exactly yeah yep yeah. yeah so anyways well, that was my best piece sorry we didn't mean, we didn't mean to skip <laughs> over that was a good piece of advice cigar advice 
Well, um, this has been so. We're very hopeful that next week we'll have Frank, but we're we're going to make him the first, and then we need to reach out to John and others. Yep. Um, like <clears> I said, we're going to we're going to start doing the interviews. We've got to we're going to work out the technical stuff this yep, week. Yeah, we got to do behind the scenes stuff this week. Yep. So that means that Aaron and I will have to talk to each other this week. We're looking forward to that. <laughs> um, I know. Like I'm. I'm so I. You and I usually spend a lot of time together. So we, the, I will say the, you know, with Arkansas opening back up, whether yep. you agree that it's too early or too late, I, that's, you know, that's its own discussion that we won't get into. But, Different uh, podcast the, the, that doesn't the, have the straight in it. Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, and we're going to go back to the old rules that we had. No more than 15 people in here. So it's going to have a, just a little bit of normalcy back into the life of West End. Um, and we're just kind of rolling with the punches and seeing what's going to happen. And then we'll, we'll go from there. So, you know, I, it's, it's been weird. Like, you know, everybody who works here, you know, I'm here by myself. People can come in and then they just have to leave. So it's going to be nice to actually have somebody to talk to again. It will will be. So I will ignore you. Yeah. And, (laughs) and I expect that because that's normal. Yes. If I want normalcy, usually, if I want normalcy, you will just be like, Meh. yeah. <laughs> usually, uh, when I come in on Thursday night, because when when you work, mm-hmm. um, you bring your uh, you bring Mo, mm-hmm. and Mo and I talk yeah. uh, with Patty mm-hmm. and uh, Tim and Mike back here, and we only get your attention when Mo's back here because you come back and make sure that <laughs> because I just want to make sure that she's talking good about me. Because I'm I'm egotistical like that. Yes, yes. (laughs) I like Uh, to be praised. Yes. That is not true. Remember, remember, humility is my best trait. It is. It is. Um, Right after your stunning good looks. Let me go put my boots on. It's getting deep. Um, So, so yeah, it'll be be interesting to see how things go. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how things go. But, yeah, restaurants and everything open on the 11th and... I know there's a lot of rules, and uh, I wondered what the shop was going to do. Yeah, that, that so I think that's sense. what we're going to do. The gym opens tomorrow. Uh, I'm not going to the gym. I should be going to the gym because I've gained the COVID-19. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to go to the gym. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure how the gyms are going to work out. I, I, under, I read the rules, but I'm not going to worry about that. I'm, I, I'm a swimmer, so I guess I would be somewhat isolated, I guess. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It seems like more bodily fluids would get in the pool than chlorine though i don't yeah, know I, 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 I don't know but i don't I, know either <laughs> i i'm not i'm not as a former like competitive swimmer pools are so gross they are <laughs> they're very gross i so, i owned a pool for 20 plus years and i i'm aware of how gross they are so here's a quick story um whenever i swam competitively um i right this is right before a big state meet um, I threw up in the pool. The meat got canceled. <laughs> what <laughs> the heck, yeah. dude? Why'd you throw up in the pool? I got I got sick. I I, I don't know what happened. I I was doing my warm up laps, and then all of a sudden, I just I was in mid stroke and just threw up everywhere. And I got out, and I was like, Coach, I just threw up in the pool, and they canceled the whole thing. And That's I, disgusting. And like it was sucky. Was like my grandparents came to see me swim for the first time competitively and i was good i was a good swimmer um yeah so that it was, doesn't dive that was i so that's the thing <laughs> i was horrible at getting into the water but once i got in man i was fast i couldn't I, I, yeah it was i a, would have 
not guessed that in a hundred years. No, me uh, neither. I gotta show you my my medals. Oh, by the way, guess what I picked up Friday? My new state championship ring. Nice. nice. It's sweet. Has two like Lombardi trophies on it. It says back to back. On the inside of the ring, it says Statman. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you could have put like broadcaster on that. But I'll take Statman. Just take Statman. <laughs> But water boy <laughs> <laughs> it's hydration engineer <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry that doesn't fit on the ring gatorade <laughs> h2o <laughs> so yeah and so we're, we're excited about the new steps we yep. uh um uh, so looking forward to uh, figuring some of that out yep. but well speaking of excited um i'm excited what i have to listen to this week so uh, this week, um, this one is on my top ten, I believe. So uh, so let me uh, let me start. Um, I'm I want this to be music you enjoy. I think that's the point of this, right? Is stuff to expand your listening, um, and much like you did with Mers with me, somebody who went through a tough time mm-hmm. and somebody came out of this. Um, and one of the albums that, to be honest with you, when I'm going through tough times, I listen to. Okay. Because um, uh, John has, Mayer, John Mayer is <laughs> not it. I like John Mayer. I'm not criticizing John Mayer. I want to be clear on that. Um, this is Jason Isbell. Okay. Oh and yeah. Southeastern. This is the first album after uh, his first solo album. Okay. Um, it's an oldie, um, like from the '90s, I think, but it might be from the 2000s. Okay. He used to be part of the. Is it Drive-By Truckers or the Turnpike Troubadours? I think it's Drive-By Truckers, and um, it, which I enjoy both of those bands. Um, he this album is um, um, is I think the song that I had on the top ten list is "Cover Me Up," which is a okay. very famous song in alt country. Um, as a matter of fact, when other people cover it, the alt country people get pissed yeah off. so what, what is, okay give me a crash course what is alt country alt country is there's several different version of it some people call it americana whatever it is kind of like indie rock okay meaning that it is the people who um aren't popular but jason isbell who for the record is married to amanda shire who um who is a, a, a an artist of her own right um, and one of the high women who you heard me talk about, which was a band, super group that started this year of women in country okay. of uh, Brandy Carlisle and uh, uh, Natalie Hemby and Maren Morris and, and Amanda Shire uh, started. And they, they're Brandy Carlisle is for the record. Uh, you will get a Brandy Carlisle album because she oh, yeah. is. That's good stuff. Like, I see. I see you nodding your head, and I'm over here like I don't know any of these people. Brandy, <laughs> Brandy Carlisle um, is amazing, um, and is just it has the best voice in the entire bleeping world. Um, but um, it's our show. You can't say words. She has the best <laughs> voice in the entire fucking world. She um, she is, um, but she's amazing. But. I think uh, you're going to. I hope you're going to enjoy this album. It is okay. a deep album. It has some. Um, it has some rough cuts on it, meaning uh, some really dark stuff. But okay. um, but there you go. All right, I'll do that. And you this week are getting your first taste of post hardcore. Sweet. But can I listen to it in the backyard? You need to warn me on this. <laughs> so you're getting the album that actually got me into 
post-hardcore. Okay. Um, the band is Emery. The album is The Question. Um, wow, that's the shortest title you've given me so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By like seven words. Um, so this band, uh, they've been around, this album came out in 04, 05. I think they I think they came around in 01 or 02, something like that. Emo Aaron? This is Emo Aaron. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is when I dyed my hair black. Um, but it's a it's so they have three vocalists. Um, they harmonize so well. Okay. Um, screaming is very minimal, but the 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 vocals of the guys, the the way they play their music, um, it's very entertaining. It took me. 12 years to finally see this band live um, because every time I tried to either the show was sold out or something else happened I couldn't go um, the day uh, we came back from California like a year and a half ago they were playing in Little Rock and I was a- finally able to see them after 17 years um, they're I guess they're around my age, maybe a little older. I think they might be 40. I mean, they've been around for 18 to 20 years, so they probably started when they were in their early 20s. Um, But, yeah, it's just an album that – because before then, I was skateboard punk. I was skater punk. I liked – Avril Lavigne. Well, not (laughs) not that. But, like – you know, MXPX, Blink-182, stuff like that. This one kind of, this one was one of the first albums where I was like, wow, that guy screamed and it like worked. Okay. Um, because it, it like, again, I was saying it, it's minimal, but okay. with the three vocalists, they harmonize so very well where they actually have really good voice, uh, voices. Um, so it's, and so the name of, the album is called The Question, and every album or every song title is like a phrase. Um, so cold, I can see my breath. Yes. Playing with fire. Yep, yep. got it. So, but the the question is, I, w- I want to know if you can be to can determine what the question, the first part of the question was, because there's there's one phrase that if you put in front of every album or every song title, it it fits. In a lose-lose situation immediately followed by in a win-win situation? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's a phrase there's that goes a phrase. in front. So the question, like the album is called The Question. So I want to know if you can determine what the question is. Okay. So. Wow, that's kind of deep. Do you yeah. want fries with that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you, you want, want fries <laughs> with that? The weakest? <laughs> no, that doesn't work, Steve. That's a good try, though. <laughs> yep. So that's it. I'm, I'm actually, I'm liking what we're doing. This is, this is pretty fun. I'm doing it. So, so this is where um, we yes. are. Um, next week is um, the fourth week. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gentleman who started us on this path, Adrian, um, and it's Vitatax. I, I don't know what his, 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 his Oh, the, the, yeah, the. Um, I don't know what that means. But um, um, who's on uh, the Discord account. Mm-hmm. Um, and you or I, when we see him next, need to reach out to him. He needs to pick an album if yeah. he wants to, if he volunteers. If not, uh, we'll have Steve or somebody pick a Hank yeah. Jr. album. And uh, um, <laughs> no, he would. I listen to more than that. No, he would yeah. be. He would. He would pick a Leonard Skinner album for me. <laughs> he would. He would. 
because um, they're, they're vastly overrated. Oh gosh. Yeah, we could have that conversation. Um, and so, uh, and uh, so, so I would like to see if he would be interested in being the first. Yeah. Yep. Listener um, to pick an album. Does now do, do we want him to pick one for each of us or just one for both of us? Um, and then we can talk about. Yeah, it. let's go. Let's go just one in general, and yeah. I'd like to see if we would choose the same song. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, so let's do that, and then. Um, We'll, we'll go forward from there. Um, definitely uh, interested in that. And then I have, because uh, I did a little research today, um, I've been, I, Southeastern was the one I was going to give you last week. And so I've, I, I want to get that one out of the way. And then I have, I have a couple, three to, to follow up. Yeah, on. I've got a, I've got a list on my notes on my phone of like nine albums deep. Um, and I, and I, don't, I don't think any one of them were on my top 20. So it's, we're going to be adding to it. Cool. So yeah, so I'm not even I'm not even going to text him and tell him he's just going to hear this, you know, when he listens. He so live. Adrian, you're picking the next album for us. So, yeah. Um, so yep, yep. All right. Um, so we're pretty much done with these cigars, and we've touched on all that. Um, so what do you think? Um, so let's we haven't I, I we like, haven't talked I, about the third third. I I like it. I mean, I really like this cigar. Um, I like the size. It is it's a single note cigar for me. Yeah. Um, sometimes you know you you want a cigar that changes every third. Sometimes you don't. It just it, that's just. I really I, like this silver wrapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a good cigar. It yeah. it has a a. It's a solid cigar. Yeah, it's it's it has some complexity as far as not that the flavor changes, but mm-hmm. there are multiple notes mm-hmm. in the cigar throughout the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's. Uh, it's a smooth cigar. Mm-hmm. It has a little bit of pepper, but not a ton. Yeah. You know, it's kind of got that really nice uh, Maduro note to yeah. it that, that you you know typically find out of cigars that aren't crazy full-bodied Maduros. Yeah, if you, if you want to get into the Maduro game, this is a good one to start with. Yeah, it, it's not it's not gonna you know choke you out. It's not gonna make you feel a little green. It's this is a good beginner Maduro, but it has some nice solid flavor that's not. Um, What's the word? It's I wouldn't not, even call it a beginner Maduro, though. I'd, I'd call it just a... Uh, Standard Maduro? No, it, it's... Uh, it's not... It's, because it's not super full-bodied, it's very smooth. Yeah. And it's and it's, uh, it's very ro- even it, keel. It, it's robust but smooth. It's not robust and strong. Oh, it's full-flavored. It's not full-bodied. Yeah. 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 So. Right. But it's it it is a it is a good one, and also I mean, it comes in a couple of different sizes, and and they have many other cigars too that you you need to try. It's being it has burned beautifully, mm-hmm. so I will say that. Yep. I've had to relight mine a few times, but we've been talking a lot tonight. We so. have been talking a lot. But I mean, with, it's almost with, like it's a podcast. With almost the, yeah. with, with these smaller ones, they they t- <laughs> if you're not really working on it, it will go out a little yep. little easier than normal, but. Uh, you know, it's all right. You learn how to smoke one day. An, yeah, an hour and a <laughs> half in, you know, you, you, you get you get long winded sometimes. Yep. So, I guess we will wrap this up with Mark's favorite journey ever. Uh, yeah. Like I said, this is a this is a step kid that you got you came into. Yeah. This is. <laughs> this I like is, to think this is me and treated, Steve's. This is me and Steve's baby. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I'd like to think that I would treat my stepchild better than no. <laughs> all right <clears throat> this week million dollars but 
Whenever you see someone dressed as Santa, your socks become damp. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I hate wet socks. So pretty much your socks are going to be wet between... November no, 20th. No, shit, not to... even that. You got to think. Like when, when they start putting out Christmas decorations in October... Yeah. So from October yeah, to but it's January. Someone, it's someone dressed as Santa. You usually don't see, like, they don't start the ringing the bells out front until, like, late November. So what if you don't wear socks? Your shoes are wet. Your shoes are wet. You're just damp. Then you're just damp. You have it's damp gross. feet. Gross. <laughs> so disgusting. That's gross. So you're, you're going to have damp feet. Well, you got to think about it. It's going to be in the wintertime. It's going to be right? cold. So your feet are going to get really cold. Get frostbitten. We live in Arkansas. It's still cold. It gets cold. It it doesn't stay cold. cold. Coldish. You're you're still all high and mighty because oh this isn't cold. I'm from I'm from. It gets cold. It doesn't stay cold. That's the we have a couple of days a year of cold, but it doesn't like it's not cold for four months. Fifty degree and your socks are damp. That's cold. It's going to get cold. Yeah. Trying to think how many Santas I see in November to December. Every time you go to the store, every time you see TV, you're on TV. Every time you see a newspaper or, but whatever. I mean, hell, I mean, we have somebody that dresses up as Santa up here all the time. Yeah, but I see him once a year dressed as Santa. Yeah, so I could plan for that. Sorry, I'm going to miss a Christmas party this year. Just let you know. <laughs> I'm going to say yes to this. Um, it's a mild inconvenience. It is. It's. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say yes as well because I would just know that it's gonna happen and and have spare socks yeah. close by. Yeah, but like, so I I would be okay with it. I mean, you, you, this is the one you're gonna say no on. No, I'm gonna go. I'm just, <laughs> just after all some this other my, crap <laughs> that you've said yes. No, I would say yeah. I was just thinking like how many I. I probably saw. So I don't. Just for the record, I don't. I, I don't read the newspaper. So well, who does? That's why it's dying. Well, well, I mean, but I, online I do, but I don't know that I see a Santa except for maybe on ads and stuff. It's going to um, be at home. It's going to be at home. You're going to see him all the time now. Yeah, sure, it, sure. you're going to notice it more because it now affects your life. So like, it's kind of like you see your 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 car. Yeah, the car. Like sure, but. And then I don't get to watch TV, so I, I just I'm not allowed to watch TV. So I, I want to need more of that. What? Like you're, you're not allowed to. Paula watches TV, and I very rarely get to control what's on television. So if something, <laughs> so I don't stay in the room because she was watching SWAT tonight, where somebody was running down the boardwalk killing people, and I thought, well, that's not something I want to watch. <laughs> so, um, so I don't watch TV a lot. Okay. Um. And so if I do, what TV is not necessarily a problem because I'm home, right? So I'm yeah. on, I walk into my room, take off the wet socks, throw them in the hamper, put on dry socks. <laughs> so, you don't hang them over the shower curtain, let them dry first before you put them in the hamper? Well, that's awful involved. I that's wasn't actually I going through the details of what I do, but no, I just throw them randomly on the floor. It's only dude. when he's wearing his leggings or the, uh, the, the thigh highs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I'm out of Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be at Yeah, I'm I mean, it, it would be super inconvenient. This one is the weakest yet. Yeah. Because I got a better one for you. All right. Every time you see someone dressed as Santa, you have to jump in a pool that Aaron threw up in. <laughs> Jeez. That's how a big, hard no. How big's a pool? <laughs> yeah. Kitty pool? Any, no. any pool. 
uh, Olympic. Whatever because, the closest one is. Hard what, no. Because what I <laughs> what I threw up in was Olympic size. So still hard. though, I mean, it's a big enough concern they canceled the meet. Yeah. I mean, that's hard a big no. enough deal. Hard no. I mean, I would do it as my throw up. <laughs> you got to do it with the one Mark threw up in. <laughs> uh, you got to get in a pool that someone else threw up in. Now, I would do that. Now, if it's a pool of throw up, no. <laughs> if you puke right now, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> This is always my goal for these games. <laughs> to make Aaron gag. Oh, that's horrible. What about a, a, a pool that's halfway filled with bread? <laughs> that's, that's cruel and unusual. <laughs> that's Bad the point of the game. Right. I would... No, I mean, would you? No. That's a hard no. <laughs> I mean, a pool is big. That's a lot of gallons. Still. I mean, I throw up maybe... 16 ounces, maybe, at most. Still, that's gross. I can't gross. even tell the last time I throw up. When I throw up, it's like 50 my duck whole size. Stump. No. <laughs> Do I? 50 duck size. No. Um, so, um, uh, definitely interested in good cigar advice, bad cigar advice, yep. uh, post on the Facebook. Um, definitely interested in... Um, why Aaron threw away his uh, cigar. Because I, I dropped it and it broke the whole way. Oh, man. Yeah. Just a moment. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, we're looking forward to... Uh, one, one for the homies. One for <laughs> the homies. I'm out of San Pellegrino. No, that, that was your cigar. Oh. Yeah. You dropped one for the homies. Yeah, I'm out of San Pellegrino, too. So, so yep. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to uh, to starting to get people on the podcast. Yeah. So, um, you can say San Pellegrino, but not Aganorsa. <laughs> you want to give it one more try before we go? Aganorsa. <laughs> it's close. You know, it's, it's, pr- it's pretty bad. It's getting better. It's getting better. <laughs> I'd say you're within 50 miles of it for sure. Yeah. It's pretty bad when it's my job to know how to say these things. But at the same time, it's my job to know how to say all the uh, Brasilia names too and then yeah. sure. I, just, I just butchered all that you did no so. i'm very proud of you thanks <laughs> i'm gonna buy you rosetta stone for christmas yeah you can learn spanish the english version yeah, yeah. <laughs> teach him finish uh, speaking of finish let's uh, finish up yep <laughs> that was the that was the hint all right we will see everybody next week be the good adios Bye.